Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here. Today, we're going to talk all about making decisions. And I think in life, there's so many times, there's so many things, there's so many different avenues, there's so many things pulling our attention that sometimes it can be difficult to know what to do next. We're in a new year and it's like, well, what should I do? What path should I take? Should I continue with this job or not? Should I take on this thing or not? Should I sign my kids up for karate and ballet or not? (laughs) All types of decisions, not unique to us at all, that you have to make on a daily basis. I forget, honestly, the stat of how many different decisions you have to make in any given day. And a lot of us get so overwhelmed with that fact that we are almost paralyzed to what we need to do next. And the other day I was telling Meg, I said, look, indecision is a decision by sitting there and saying, I don't know what to do next. So I'm just going to sit on my hands and not do it. You're making a decision not to do those things. So indecision in itself is a decision. And I don't think we look at it that way. And so like part of what we're going to talk about today is just understanding that even without all the answers, sometimes you just got to make the dang decision. Mm, Yes, of course you do. And it's funny because we were talking I don't know, not that long ago, maybe a week ago about something. And I said, Hey, let's just take like, like 30 to 60 days. Let's just take 30 to 60 days. We'll think about it. Like we don't even have to really talk about it. Let's just both internally digest this a little bit more. And in 30 to 60 days, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Brandon's like, yeah, okay. Okay. I got you. Y'all know me, man. You know me. This boy, (laughs) the next morning it's like, Hey, I thought about it. I don't need any more time to think about it. I'm in. We're good. Let's do this. And it was so funny because I was trying to give him all the time in the world. I guess I was trying to give him an out. I guess I was trying to allow him all kinds of time and space when he needed (laughs) apparently a night, one night rest to think about it. And I think that that's super common that we just want to sit and weigh all the options as if we have all the infinite knowledge. And the fact is no matter how long we let it sit, We don't have all the knowledge and we're not going to have all the knowledge. And so our decisions often are going to be made with only a portion of what we'll eventually come to find out. But unless we start, we won't ever know any Mm -hmm. of the rest. So at some point, it's time to start. Yeah. And we do this with everything and we do it big or small. We do it with some of the things I was mentioning off the top of, of being like, well, do I want a new career? Do I want a new job? Do I want to marry this person? Do I want to have kids? Do I want to go on this vacation. I don't know. I mean, like you can do it as big as you possibly want down to as minuscule as you possibly want. And somewhere in between, we have some fear of making that decision. Because like I said on last week's episode, everything requires a sacrifice. You can't do anything without sacrifice. Even by us sitting here today, recording this podcast, we're sacrificing our time to do something else. We're not out walking in the park. We're not like going to see a movie. We're not working on something else that maybe could be more productive, but we don't really know. 
And I think we can only make the best decision we can possibly make with the information that's in front of us. And otherwise, we sit in this overwhelming moment of like what what ifs and shoulds and coulds. Like we don't know how it's going to turn out. And we end up overthinking the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overthinking is a dangerous place because you can talk yourself into or out of anything pretty much. And sometimes that's a good thing. But I think that that's a good thing within reason. If you're sitting there thinking about a pretty minor decision for months and months and months, then you're just overthinking for the sake of overthinking. And I th- I think, huh, that was a lot of thanks, <laughs> that it's really more of a procrastination than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. And there, of course, who you're going to marry. Yes, that's a big one. Should I leave my job? Yes, that's a big one. Clearly, that's a decision that needs a little bit more time. But many of the decisions we're making are not that big. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we're just using the, I don't know, and let me think about that more and let me take the 30 to the 60 days as just a really convenient way to procrastinate. Yeah. It's the paralysis of analysis. That's mm-hmm. how I like to say it. It's the paralysis of analysis. We will paralyze ourselves because there's so many different options of where to go. The fact is, how many perfect decisions have you ever made? Yeah. Where every single thing about that decision was perfect. Because think about it, y'all. Even if it was perfect in the moment, you don't know what the best thing is. Let's say you really thought forever about buying this car and you were like, yep, I can afford it. My budget's good. This is the perfect time. I'm going to buy. And the next day you get laid off. Does that make the decision any different? Like you don't know. You only can make the decision based on what's in front of you. And it's not a perfect decision. But I think a lot of times we get paralyzed because we want it to be cut or dry. We want it to be A or B. We want to say, this is it. This is the perfect decision. So then we'll go get counsel from other people. Then we'll go read the books and we'll go do the research and we'll go do all of these different things. And sometimes y'all that's fine in moderation, but you don't need to do that for anything and everything that you possibly take on. And at some point, like I said, you just have to make the decision. You can only have so much information. I believe, honestly, you learn the most by the action that you're taking. There's so much power in just taking action. Because when you jump out and do that thing, you don't might not know what way it's going to go and where the chips will fall, but you're already in. And you don't just dip your toe in. You could dive in. And then it makes waves. And those waves do something and produce something. But there's so much power in action, don't you think? Absolutely, there is. There's so many things where I just want to sit and think it through. I want to get more education. I want to really research it. And like you were saying, like do the program and read the books and ask, ask the parentals or, you know, the friends and whoever, like, is this a good decision? How does this work? Should I do this? And you just want to like educate yourself to death. And so you can sit for so long like that when really, like you said, the education is all in the doing. So yeah, you might be able to read all the books, but you're not going to experience anything like you are when you finally do it. It's like why college is like kind Mm. of, like a, a racket, a racket, a racket. For, for lack of a better term, because guess what? You're not going to have job experience. You're not going to have life experience until you get out and have a job and have life. And college is not real life. College is like an extend, extend, extension of high school. And yeah, there's, you know, of course, college is really useful for the people who need college. We went to college. We're not super, super like gung ho about college just because of how our life turned out. And we feel like we didn't need to have need to have gone to college, but there are obviously many reasons why people need to go to college. 
But I'm just saying, like, you and me, Brian, we could have been so much further, so much faster mm-hmm. had we not gone to college. And so there are just certain certain decisions and certain things where, like, the education, the formal education mattered way less than the doing of the thing. Like, mm-hmm. we could have just learned faster by doing it. And I think that that's pretty applicable anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. You don't just watch somebody do something to learn to do it. Most people need to actually do it to learn it. And jumping in is the way. Yeah, you need that hands-on experience. I mean, for me, you could show me a thousand times. You could talk it through. You could show me a manual until I get my hands on it and actually start doing it, I'm not going to learn. And I get everyone learns in different ways. And I don't want to sit here and crap on college, but like there, I was just reading an article the other day that the, that professionals, the kids that are going to college and spending ungodly amounts of money to go to college are coming out completely unprepared for the real world because it's not actually equipping them to do what they need to do. The best experiences I've seen is when you have real world experience like in a co-op or whatever that I can't even think of the word of what they call when you go out and have the on the job experience during the actual work. But even then you don't get the real grasp of what it actually means and what it actually you are actually doing. Meg and I are in a season. We're about to delve into a bunch of things. I have no idea how they're going to turn out. I have no idea what they're even going to be. I know I have a thought in my head of what they're going to be. But until I take the first step and the next step and the next step, I won't even know. And I don't have to know. You don't need the next 15 or 30 steps to take the first step. But I think a lot of times we think we do. And it's the perfect, perfect excuse for not doing it. And really, it's just fear. I mean, when it's it comes down to it, it's fear. It's fear that's stopping us. It's fear that's making us not decide at all. It's fear that's asking us to wait the 30 to 60 days. It's fear. We don't know how it'll turn out. We don't know if we're going to look stupid. We don't know if we're going to get into it and decide we hate it. We don't know if we're going to get into it and decide that this can't work because of other 16 other reasons that we never even thought of. And all that planning and all that strategizing, we never even saw those 16 reasons. Not once. And I just think that there's so many reasons that we should go ahead and do it, but the fear is stronger in many circumstances. In many, many examples, the fear just will eat you alive and decide and help you decide to never start at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Case in point, doing this podcast, coming on video, talking about the things that we believe. I'm not sitting here and advocating that you have to believe this. If you don't believe it out there, that's okay. You can do your own thing, but you put a target on your back by even putting yourself out there publicly and saying you have to do it because you're like, well, what will people think if I say this? How will they feel? We're about to delve into a bunch of things of, of, doing things outside of our comfort zone. And I don't know where it's going to land. Yeah. I mean, this podcast for me was a huge, huge leap of faith because I was the most unlikely person ever to put my face on a camera, my voice on a podcast, to be any sort of opinion that goes out beyond these four walls. And yet here I am. I had to push through the fear because it was a very real fear. I mean, if you go back and listen to our original episodes, you will hear me umming like a thousand times because I'm just so uncomfortable. I don't even want to talk. And now, I mean, I'm sure I um sometimes, but it's not the way that I was because I'm just more comfortable now because I had to get through the fear to do what I wanted to do. But I wouldn't have ever been able to do that had I not started. So taking action, it's really how you get through it. Right. The thing I want to leave you with is the thing we started with. Indecision is a decision. 
a lot of times we discount and say that it's not. We think like we're educating. And most people out there, by the way, will take that and say, yeah, you're right. Yep, you should get educated. Yep, you should learn that. But at some point, you just got to push the dang button and record. You just got to go out and do the thing. You just got to try it and see. We're in a season where we're doing that. We're trying to figure that out. One of the decisions we made recently is we're going to do this podcast by uh, twice a month. Bi-weekly, is that right? I think that's bi-weekly. We're going to do this podcast bi-weekly. We're going to do it twice a month because we want to be intentional about what we want to explore. I have no idea if what we're going to do is going to be what we want to do or not. You know how I know or will know for sure? Doing it. So I challenge y'all to do it today. Reach out and do something that you've been wanting to do and can quit putting it off because you feel like you need to, you don't know enough or you need to know more or you need to think about it more. I challenge you just to dive in and just see what happens. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.